Good Wednesday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. We're looking in John, the Gospel of John, chapter number three today. Hope that you have a copy of God's Word nearby. Let's open up our Bible this morning and let's read together from the Gospel of John. And we've been looking this morning at uh, we've been looking over the last uh, several days and we've been examining uh, some thoughts from John the Baptist here as we're looking at this latter section in chapter number three. I hope and pray that will be a help to you today and a blessing to you as well. And, and I love the word of God, how blessed we are to have uh, the fullness of God's word, the complete canon of scripture. And we should rejoice in that because many people have died over the course of the centuries of years uh, to, to preserve and to, to give us the word of God. And we should rejoice in that, that we have uh, several copies in our own library. And I'm thankful for that. And you should be as well. John chapter three, one of the great chapters in the Bible. Again, I remind you, that the latter portion of this chapter is very, very, <clears throat> very interesting. It's very important. And I hope and pray it'll be a help to you today. Again, John, we read about him and what a, what a man John the Baptist was. The Bible says <clears throat> in verse number 28 of John 3, Ye yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ. And John was very plain in saying that he was not the Messiah. And we know that the ministry and the work of John the Baptist was to be the forerunner for Christ, one who came before Jesus and made the way, a uh, pathway, and, and stepped out and presented or heralded the coming king or the Messiah. And that's exactly what John was doing. His whole ministry was a preparation, if you will, or a declaration that Messiah was coming. And Jesus did come. And thank God for that. And I love the study of John the Baptist. He says in verse number 29, some very interesting thing that he alludes to here in verse 29, he that hath the bride is the bridegroom. And that's interesting. Here it is that 
John the Baptist is, is talking about a bride and a bridegroom. We know that Jesus is the bridegroom and the church is the bride. We live in the age and dispensation of grace. I think John was speaking under the authority of the Holy Spirit and he may or may not have recognized what he was talking about. Because to be honest with you, to the Old Testament prophets, the church age was something that they didn't recognize. They didn't foresee the church age. But thank God for the age of grace that you and I live in. Amen. I believe it's one of the greatest dispensations of all the dispensations, the age of grace. But as we look here this morning, John is very clear and he uses the illustration of the bride and bridegroom. And I find that very amazing as I read this. But he says, but he that hath the bride is that he that hath the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. So John is saying, well, you know, I am not the bridegroom. And certainly he wasn't the bride either, but he was the friend of the bridegroom. In other words, the honored person. Most of the time in a wedding, even today, traditionally, if you remember and reflect upon that, the uh, groom will always usually have a best man. And that is exactly what John is referring to. I'm just the best man. I'm the man that's here and, and I'm a friend of the bridegroom and, and I'm excited about what's going on. And, and that's exactly what John is alluding to in this verse. I love what he says. He says that, the, but the friend of the bridegroom, which standeth and heareth him, rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. And what, a, what, a, what an exciting day. You know, think about wedding. And, and I don't know if you've ever been a best man in a wedding. But if you have, you know that there's joy in that. And it, it is exciting uh, to be a part of that. And the thing of it is, the best man is excited for his friend and for the bride. And he's thankful for that. And so... Although he is not getting married, he's not the one, he's not the bridegroom, but he is the friend of the bridegroom. And so it's a joyous occasion. And that's what John is alluding to here this morning. If you notice with me, he says in verse number 30, what a, what a powerful verse, verse 30 is. He must increase, but I must decrease. In other words, John is saying that this one whom I baptized and saw the spirit of the Lord descending from heaven and we heard the voice of God speak. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. John knew Jesus is the Messiah. He is the Christ. He's the anointed one. And John knew that. And John also knew that the ministry of Jesus, according to the Old Testament, must increase. And John knew that he must decrease as well. If I could go back to the Old Testament, I'd like to read a verse that's very familiar to most all of us, and that is in Isaiah chapter number 9. Isaiah chapter 9, and I'm going to read a couple of verses 
verse 6 and 7, it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth ever forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Can I say to you this morning as we think about this, John was right in saying that he must increase and, and that John must decrease because the Bible firmly prophesied about the ministry of Jesus, how that it would grow and how he would become more and more and more. And by the way, he is coming again and he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's everything that Isaiah 9 declares him to be. And the Bible says there in verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end and there will be no end. It's an eternal increasing, ever increasing the Lord Jesus. Amen. I'm thankful for that. And then there's another place in the Bible, in the New Testament, in the book of Colossians chapter number 1 and verse number 17 and 18. If I'm going to read those verses, if you don't mind, the Bible says, and he is before all things, talking about Jesus, and by him all things consist. And then he says in verse 18, and he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. I'm glad, thank God, for the work of Jesus, the finished work of Calvary, that I am saved this morning. And I'm glad that I can be like John the Baptist, amen, and just say, I'm going to decrease, but he must increase. And if we have that mindset as well, Everything that we do should be for the glory of God, that we would not receive the preeminence, but that Jesus would receive it all because he's worthy. John the Baptist, here in these verses in John chapter 3, begins to give his last recorded testimony, if you will, and what a testimony it is. And Lord willing, we'll look at a couple of more verses tomorrow maybe finish up this chapter. I don't know, but thank you for tuning in today. The Bible says in Psalms 118, verse number 24, this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you to rejoice is a choice, and I hope and pray that you'll rejoice today. Tell somebody how good it is to be saved. This is Pastor Donnie Schumacher of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Lord willing, we'll see you in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. God bless you. It's our prayer. Bye-bye.
all